You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. And we're live. We are live. Surprise, surprise, we're going to talk about some Doctor Who, uh, the latest episode, which is uh, Series 12, Episode 8, Silver Turk. Is that the name of this one? <laughs> this yes, one? it is. Um, well, we'll get into that. I actually then, started listening to the Silver Turk today uh-huh. because I was like, I think I kind of like that one better. I, I do. I, <laughs> I still do. Now that I think about it, I don't know that I have seen that one or have listened to that one. The title's uh, super familiar, though. It's, I feel it's, like I have. It's not exactly the same, but uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I have plenty to say about it. (laughs) All right. And then, of course, we will also be doing some TV and movie news, some entertainment news. We get we have to shout out. We're going to shout out an entire country. It's a country. Oh, yeah. Country. It's a country, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Um. And then <laughs> I sound, I still sound uncertain. Of course it is. It's a, it's a country. Yeah. Now it's at least an Island. It's a really big Island that well, for a second. I was like, wait, is that a continent? That's not a continent. What am no, I talking no. about? What am I no, talking no. about? The only Island that is a continent is every continent. <laughs> <laughs> I was Are about to sure? say, I was about to say Australia. And then I realized, no, they're all kind of islands. They're just hey, enormous. When was this? It's our Twitterversary. Is it? We, Grog's podcast joined Twitter six years ago today. Holy moly. So did we did we join Twitter before we joined before we actually started the recording? Podcast? Before we joined recording? We you must have. You know how I do. I prepared. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you lay it out. All right. That's that's interesting. Well, I I usually go by the fact that I believe we recorded our first episode on Melanie and my anniversary. So that's kind of what I go by, but I could oh, be yeah. wrong. I'm pretty sure though. It's been a, it's been a while since I listened to the first episode. It's a rough one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Plus I know how that one goes. I mean, it's <laughs> basically like, who are you and what are you doing here? Like, oh, yeah, I remember who I am and what I'm doing here. All right. Vaguely. Hey, Paul's here. Paul, what's going on? Did you get your craft mess cleaned up? No, he started a new one. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I don't know that. I don't know that. But he's got like a thousand projects happening right now. So that's how you do. Sent me in a pretty incredible picture earlier today of, of the crazy craftness he's got. So like a craft explosion went on in his house because it's like a tropical like. storm of craft that's storm craft. That's that's what it's like. Anytime Melanie is doing a project, wherever she's at, it's like just an explosion of stuff. Depends what the project is, but it's usually like there's glitter and paper or like slime and just everything everywhere. Slime. <laughs> just slime. Just yeah. slime. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Someone blows their nose and you want to keep it. Ghostbusters. Share now, friends. Share to friends. 
Okay, yeah. friends, you guys share it too. Please share. I'm done with the shares. I just, yeah, I shared it. <laughs> I should probably share it again. I don't know how. Well, I, I just share it to the Grolix group from the Grolix page, and then I sh- shared it to my own page or my right. own profile. People want to know these things. They want to know what's happening. Did you live. did you do the tweets? I did the tweet. Oh, good. So the I president the can watch. So the president can watch. We okay, are going to have to do that story, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. I want to. I mean, oh. you know, I want to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we might as well. It's, it's, a, it's relevant. We cut. It's kind of a callback, actually. We don't have to dwell on it, but we can cover it. Uh, I'm going to dwell on it for the next <laughs> hour. This is, what, this is the story we're doing. <laughs> we're doing this. It's happening. Uh, I was telling. Okay, so yes, let's go ahead and bust into some entertainment news because this is part of it was like. <laughs> The headline has said Trump. I'm like, wait, this is my entertainment news section. What's going on here? They're inseparable now. I mean, that's <laughs> all the, the world we live in. It is a TV show, the reality show. Gone wrong. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yep. According to this, is this is coming from IndieWire.com. You know what? I'll do a little bit of this. Share some screen. A little screen two. Share that. There we go. Whoa. Yeah, we're coming in hot. All right, right so off the, right off the top, I do appreciate. You know, I don't know which way IndieWire leans. I don't think they lean either way. They just do entertainment news. But uh, I did appreciate how neutral this article was. But I was, I was saying before we went live that uh, you kind of infer things from this. So anyway, Trump mocks Parasite and Brad Pitt Oscar wins at rally. Quote, can we please get gone with the wind back, please? Or can we get gone with the wind back, please? End quote. I mean, it's not like it, it's not like Doctor Who. It's not like uh, gone with the wind just disappeared. <laughs> it's not like we're looking for lost episodes of gone with the wind. So, so, I mean, like he probably doesn't even have to pay to watch that. You know, it's like probably free on some streaming service. So apparently, apparently this it's so rare that we actually get to do a story on Trump during an on uh, during. Oh, we had a couple of viewers. They're all gone now. We have one. <laughs> You're like, oh, I knew boy. It. I knew not it. touching this. Not touching they didn't even this. wait for how neutral we're going to be. Yeah, we're going to be super neutral. I'm neutral, super neutral, neutral. Uh, so apparently during a campaign rally in Colorado Springs on Thursday. When was this? One hour ago. Oh, today. Oh man, this is cutting super edge timely. news. Yep, look at us. Where'd all our where'd those viewers go? They're missing cutting edge news. Uh, so, uh, basically, okay, I'll just do the quotes. Quote: How bad were the Academy Awards this year? He asked the crowd. Did you see it? The winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We've got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of that, they gave him best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. <laughs> so just like a lot of people he hasn't seen it he doesn't know to go further uh he also said <clears throat> excuse me i thought it was best foreign film right best foreign movie did this ever happen before um i actually this ties uh, another reason i wanted to bring this story into it was this ties into what we were talking about i believe it was last week mm-hmm. when we were talking about parasite no 
It never happened before. Before South Korea's never South Korean movies never uh, won Best Picture of the Year, and they changed foreign film to foreign language or international film, international language film, something like that. Um, <clears throat> this is in line with the guy I was complaining about. The guy who was who had never seen the movie and was just complaining because it's not an American movie or it's not whatever. It's a foreign movie. It's xenophobia. Right. Um, and then he was also the Brad Pitt thing was whatever. He apparently Brad Pitt took jab. I, I didn't watch the Oscars. Right. Apparently Brad Pitt took jabs at Trump or at whatever politics, whatever made a political comment. Right. And well, uh, he said, what was it? I think his comment was, I get so much time was I get so much time and that's more time than, um, the Senate Bolton, gave John Bolton. Bolton this week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so... Which is a dig, but it was like low-hanging fruit kind of dig. It was like a nothing yeah. thing. Yeah, so Trump Trump said he uh, was annoyed, apparently, and said, quote, that, that Brad Pitt, quote, got up and said little wise guy statements. He's a little wise guy, end quote. <laughs> Trump, Brad Pitt's a little wise guy. The yeah. way Trump talks is... It, it, I'd be much more fascinated by it if he weren't president. Um, right. I mean, I get why he's irked because this, you know, Brad Pitt is over here making light of his impeachment, mm -hmm. but I mean, come on, it's news. Oh, and then the uh, quote, let's get gone with the wind. Can we get gone with a wind back, please? End yep. quote. Yeah. I mean, it's out there. How old Mr. are you? President. Respectfully, how old? <laughs> respectfully, it's out there. It's pretty easy to find. Gone with Gone with the Wind was your before your time. Yeah, you're not that old. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I get. I guess did Gone with the Wind win an Oscar? I'm sure it probably did. Had a whole bunch of white faces in it. That's probably why. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. Like I didn't want to do the story to get on a Trump rant, and I won't. But right, that's just like a weird xenophobic thing I, I don't get it but whatever and it clearly uh, it's clearly not even the first time you know it's not the first time we've discussed the weird xenophobic nature of this oscar win strange yeah yeah exactly that's why i had to cover the story yeah all right that's the end of our anything political talk y'all can come back y'all can come back that we were up to like five for a hot second <laughs> and then, and then, uh, then I pull up the Trump article, and everybody's gone. I Man, get it. I was proud of us. We I could have been it. much less neutral. Much less. <laughs> In fact, if this wasn't a video on Facebook, I probably would have been. But I, Facebook doesn't need any more of it. That's true. If it was late and I was cranky, and we were still back on live cast, oh, oh, <laughs> it been it would have been on fire. Okay. Let's get to the let's get to the news story we 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 all actually want. Let's do it. What do we got here? All right. This is coming from comingsoon.net. Matt Reeves hints at the Batman's year 1 connection. Now, I kind of found I, I get it. I get it because he so also it was another Batman birthday yesterday. That's and I didn't realize it. That's how out of touch I am with comics. How old is he now? He's got to be in his 80s, right? 75 wasn't that long ago. 75 was a few years ago because we did a big 75 Batman episode. Whatever. Okay. So but, we're probably not to 80 yet. 
Maybe if it was in our first year, we are. It's pretty close. Um, let's see. How old is Batman? We're gonna get a weird answer here. He's year one. <laughs> Wait, Batman. What would it be? Batman anniversary? Yeah, Batman anniversary 2020. Ben Kruger is watching. He knows how old Batman is. Maybe. 80. He is 80. Yeah. Whoa, I just pulled that right out of my hat. Yep, 80. You're welcome, Internet. So that was our year one that we covered his 75th. Oh, man, that's so bizarre. Interesting. He had a bat. <laughs> so he had a bat birthday. A bath day. <laughs> Tried to make it work. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> no, nope. not even going to try because you already did. But the connection here is that he, uh, Matt Reeves, um, tweeted a picture of some Batman Year One stuff, which is fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. Really, the big thing about this article, the reason I bring this up, let's see. Uh, sorry, I was reading comments. Um, was because I hadn't actually, I hadn't been keeping up because there's lots of rumors and oh, maybe there's a there Robin, possibly Robin's in it, and there's leaks and all this and that. Bat suit. Um, it's it's a way still way early before I start to really get interested in it. But this has a rundown of who they've cast and in what in what characters, and I had not seen this yet. So that's the reason I brought this up. And okay. maybe this is old news for some people. But um, so Zoe Kravitz. Is Selena Kyle? I do remember hearing that. <laughs> Pretty spry for an eighty-year-old guy busting skulls and knocking up Catwoman. Woman, that's what Ben said. So, <laughs> oh hey, yep. He, yeah, he's doing he, not wrong. Not forever. wrong. He's forever twenty-five <laughs> or however yeah, old he's supposed yeah. to be. When I realized that I was older than Batman, like the character Batman, that was a day. <laughs> oh man, yeah, older than most now. Now, who's Edward Nashton? I should know that. Yeah, like that's the not character. ringing bells right off the bat. Oh, that's wait. I didn't really. Oh. What? It's the Riddler. Edward Eddie Nigma. Edward Eddie Nigma. Patrick Parker. Eddie Nash. Okay. Huh. How did I not know that was the Riddler? Well, I didn't this know is going to have the, the Riddler. I've always oh. heard Edward Nigma. Nig Nigma. Nig enigma enigma yeah um okay well this rather obnoxious looking fellow is gonna be <laughs> this smarmy tom holland looking he's like yeah he's like somebody tried to crash. <laughs> they tried to like gulp tom holland and just could get the head shape right <laughs> you're like hmm could we have could we have peter parker but you really kind of want to slap him could we could we get could we find that guy? Is he now, out there? I'm, this is not this guy's fault, but he no. does kind of have like a perma smarm on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's gonna be a Riddler. Okay. He looks younger than I was expecting, but actually I, I, for the Riddler, that's kind of okay. That's kind of perfect, actually. Right. That's not too bad. Uh let's see. Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Oh, but wait, wait, really? What? Uh-uh. Is it that Jeffrey Wright? Of the Hunger Game films. Huh. That doesn't seem right. Oh. All right, man. I like that guy. Yeah. They're going to do a Black Gordon? I like that, too. Awesome. Okay. John Tertoro as 
Wait, what? Is Carmine Carmine Falcone? I didn't realize that. Huh. So we're we're gonna have a. That's a different flavor than Eric Roberts. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, catching up on comments here. Ben says, uh, talking about Paul Dano, he looks smug enough to be the Riddler. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, Peter Sarsgaard. That's that's like a Sarsgaard, like not a Sarsgaard, but a Sars Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. Sar. Like a pirate word. Sardy bar. To be, I don't uh, know why. I went like Swedish chef pirate, apparently. Sardy Barty. He'll be Gotham <laughs> DA Gil Carlson. I don't even uh, know that character. Let's pull up a picture. All right. There's no way this could go wrong. I'm gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh, wait. We're, we're just going to get a picture of. Still don't know. Still don't know. I know Two Face, though. I recognize that guy. Okay, well, whatever. He doesn't even get a picture. Not even on the wikis. Uh, Jamie Lawson as mayoral, mayoral candidate Bella Real. Bella Real. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Andy Circus as Alfred. That was Sold. kind of a... What? <laughs> Sold. That's that. It's so strange. But, you know, whatever. I, I, yeah, it's interesting. I like Andy Circus. Who doesn't like Andy Circus? I'm never disappointed by Andy Circus. Yeah, I like him. I I even liked him as Claw, you know. And Colin, this one, this is this one kind of blew my mind. Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot. So Colin Farrell's older now. I know he's not the Colin oh, Farrell I picture in my head. Huh. Yeah, but I'm like, so they're doing the weird <laughs> sexy <laughs> penguin, like in uh, what was that? Give him, give him the bullseye mustache, and I'm sold. That Telltale Tale. <laughs> what was it? Telltale Games. Batman game I played where like oh yeah penguin was like this young <laughs> that's slick right, that's right that's what I was thinking of I was because uh because Ben mentions the Arkham games and I was like is that the one that has the sexy penguin <laughs> no it's the ones you played yeah no it was it was like a had a real cockney accent and he, and he was, was kind of it was kind of a Colin Farrell character wasn't he at least the, yeah. the Colin Farrell I'm thinking of yeah weird weird the Batman Ted talk. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, Paul. We're, we're, we're giving a real bit, <laughs> you know, you know, if you've been listening to the Grolix podcast, which we're coming up on our six year anniversary here, uh, you know that when we get an opportunity to talk Batman, we tend to dive in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no kidding. It's been too long. It's been a minute. Yeah. We're just going to be the Batman and Doctor Who show now. Yeah, <laughs> it's leaning that way. Yeah. Okay. Let me close some of these tabs. Uh, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip over to this one. Now, Jesse, you don't play a whole lot of video games, but I believe this is a franchise you are familiar with. Oh, yeah. You know, I haven't played the new game. Actually, my brother and my nephew have played Borderlands 3. Sorry, I'm going to jump right into it. But it. yeah, uh, I did notice I did notice this story and I haven't had a chance to read it. But um, yeah, I, I love I love the Borderlands franchise. I played um, Borderlands 1 and 2, and then the pre-sequel, which would be like 1.5, but it came mm -hmm. after 2. Super funny. Uh, Post-apocalyptic future that uh, basically riffs on pretty much any movie property that's tried to do a post-apocalyptic future. So, 
Catching up um, on comments real quick. Uh, ben okay. said, this is on the last topic. Ben said, that would be an interesting team-up graphic novel. Batman and Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor that would Who. be great. There's no way that Batman would trust the Doctor. No way. No, definitely not. No. that That is also, which Doctor? Because it would... Hmm. I feel like Tenet's the way to go just because it's Tenet and he's kind of the iconic one. Yeah, that's it's like the only doctor that I feel like Batman would even take seriously at all. I don't know. And if you want to sell books, that's the way you go. Anyways, that's true. Um, OK, yeah. So Borderland, according to IndieWire.com, I don't know where they're reporting this from. Probably somewhere. Else although now I'm stuck on this. Uh, although I would <laughs> love, I would love to see a Bruce Wayne fifth doctor moment. We're like, they just show up together on a Quidditch. Oh, I want to say Quidditch. Cricket. A Quidditch. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> the Harry Potter's in there too. Yeah. So <laughs> at a cricket pitch. I don't know. Somehow Bruce Wayne's out there playing cricket and, and the fifth doctor shows up. Paul but says Capaldi. They both brood. Ooh, actually. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. 12 would be a good. Yeah. He'd be a good one. <gasps> Capaldi as Alfred. Or the first doctor, he gets constantly mistaken for Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the first doctor just uh keeps screwing up Bruce Wayne's name. <laughs> Somehow. Winchester, Chestertons, <laughs> Chesterfield. It's uh, Wayne, Bruce Wayne. How do you mess that up? You can't mess that up. Quit messing it up. So that man. This story really took me by surprise because I didn't know there was a Borderlands movie in the works. And yeah, that seems had like I known, I would not have assumed Eli Roth was going to be attached. So yeah, right. filmmaker Eli, Eli, Eli Roth good. takes aim at first video game movie adaptation. What would you say? Oh, I hope it's good because like video game movies are not usually good. Sonic's making all the money. You know, I haven't, I, I, no, I don't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else is it going to go against right now? What's I mean, Star Wars is still out. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Like, the this is the they, lull, man. They it, released like, Sonic now. Yeah, I, I real. Of course, everybody knows there was a lot of uh, delays with Sonic when they pretty much remade all of the effects because people were freaked out by it. But you don't release a movie right now thinking it's going to make all the money. So I'm right. guessing they didn't have the highest hopes for it. Th that was actually super clever. I mean, this yeah. is, this is when you do it post Oscar season. Yeah. Yep. What Sonic's not going to win some Oscars. I guess, yeah. it, I guess it'd be eligible for next year's Oscars, huh? Maybe, maybe best special effects or something. I don't know. Ooh, I do like the idea of Bruce and, uh, the war, the war doctor yeah, yeah. actually that, that like batman and the war doctor for sure mm -hmm. they could work together yeah the war doctor is kind of a straight shooter i could see batman being less suspicious of him and him and alfred would get on real well mm -hmm. uh, michael, michael kane and john hurt in the same scene oh my god i'm ben in said, uh ben said i would like to see the la uh, a last of us or days gone movie franchise I can't believe they haven't done Last of Us. I've never, yeah. I've never played it, but for as cinematic as that movie is and kind of story driven, it's kind of one of those ones where it seems like such a shoe in 
but then again, maybe it's good they haven't because they'd probably figure out how to mess it up. Like, I don't know, they'd put Ooh, I feel like there's I feel like there's a movie special brewing. Like a yeah. Grawlix casting call where we just take horrible video game movies and 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 pitch how you'd turn them into a movie like uh how do how would you All right. Five Night at Freddy's. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we and we need to pull in Matt D uh so we could like cuz he's good at recast casting stuff so we start so fantasy cast. so it's set in a world where john connor is still alive and he's really hungry for pizza <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay i don't have much more about this story but it got man that's a that's a good idea i love that idea uh i, I i'll tell you oh hey hold on hello hello oh, hey what's going on nothing have you been waiting long waiting no Okay. I I totally didn't even realize what today was. Um, probably okay. a good thing though because I was in a horrible mood or had horrible day. But I feel oh. a little bit better now. I was cleaning out my room, but my phone was dead and I my computer was off. And then I decided to break take a break and I was like, oh, oops. Well, good. We're gonna brighten your day now. Okay. You missed the Trump story, so all is oh. good. Well, that's good too. <laughs> Don't go away, few viewers. We still have. <laughs> okay, so there was <laughs> legit. Uh, I people watching now and listening later are like, yeah, we know it was like 10, 15, 20 minutes ago. Uh, but there was a Trump story related to the Oscars. And mm-hmm. I swear we had like five viewers for a moment. As mm-hmm. soon as I pulled that article up, drop down to Paul. Yeah, <laughs> Just well, the one. In <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um, Oh, I was going to say on our previous topic. So what you don't mm-hmm. do is then take something like Max Payne that doesn't actually have any supernatural elements and give it supernatural elements. Oh my god, it's such a weird decision on that movie. I I hope they're past. I hope Hollywood's past that because you that so seems like well, this is a a video game movie, or I know they're kind of past it with comic book movies, but or this is a comic book movie. It's got to have like like supernatural stuff, right? No, no, it doesn't. No, or pick pick a property that actually has all that stuff right like swamp thing and do it well i don't know or just be super awesome and be like batman who doesn't have any powers magical or otherwise so you know yeah he's still the coolest look at look at melanie bringing us back to batman i love it always bringing this back to batman well hey (laughs) let's move on to I'm, I'm I'm avoiding the Star Wars one because it's such a non-story, right? Okay, so so we won't do that one first. We're gonna do what is this moving video on there? I don't want that. Comedy Central's Reno 911 to return for a seventh season on Quibi. Is that like when um, Community came back on Yahoo for a season? Yes, yes, <laughs> I suspect it is. Uh, Except people know what Yahoo is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's it's not clear as to I I already read up my free articles for the month so I can't read the rest of the article again but basically like the produce the same producers and everything is on board I think the same writers are on board it's not clear if like all the actors will come back and reprise their roles but it's going to Quibi now I didn't know what Quibi was nobody nobody does but apparently it's um something that a lot of Hollywood was they were all on board with and it's a it is a streaming service that focuses on short form and unscripted content. Mm-hmm. 
It's going to die before anybody knows it's a thing. But <laughs> they should bring, bring back the state. There you go. I. It's such a weird pitch, though. Like short form, scripted and unscripted. <laughs> yeah. So YouTube shows and shows maybe you've heard of. Now I don't know what it, it was about Reno 911 because it was goofy and kind of dumb. And there's other shows like that that I wasn't really fond of, but I kind of liked Reno 911. So I'd be down for more because it was good because it was like 80 percent of the cast of the state, which was great. Yeah. Yeah, I like that show. They've been they've been working together for a really long time, and I think that is a big part of it. Really, it's funny, and it was a good premise at the time. I mean, now it seems like you know it's that's easy, you know, whatever. We're gonna do like a cops type show, but it's comedy. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, when I think of a cop spoof, I think in Reno nine one one. Yeah, because you can't have that kind of mustache and those short shorts and not be funny. I like your reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys already talk about Dr. Me? No, not nope. yet. Nope. Okay. One more news story. Now, Star Wars fans are petition- petitioning Disney to release the JJ cut of Rise of the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Rise of Skywalker? The Rise of the Rise of Skywalker. We're, we're going <laughs> to go Planet of the Apes. It's going to be like uh, Return to the Rise of the Skywalker. I don't know. <laughs> Where we're all John Lithgow, we all have Alzheimer, and we can't remember how the movie actually went. Yeah, yeah, it's basically the new newer Planet of the Apes movies, but it's about that. (laughs) Sorry, my brain was thinking you were saying uh, the Jar Jar cut, and like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I want that in every movie now. That's the real story here. Where's the Jar Jar cut? Misa going to the Tossi station to get the power converters. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, apparently Jar Jar, there was a three hour plus Jar Jar version. Mm-hmm. That's just what J.J. Abrams is going to be called now. He's, he's not J.J., he's Jar Jar. <laughs> but whatever, there's an over three hour long version that apparently, you know, his vision was lost in the theatrical cut, which whatever I'm that I'm sure that is true. That happens all the time. Charge our secret Sith Lord. I've heard that. And, uh, you people put a, there's a petition on change.org to get Disney to release the JJ cut. It's got almost 7,000 signatures. Guess what? People Disney don't care. (laughs) They don't need to do that. They're going to put out a couple of shows on their own service and uh, you'll forget all about it. This is the way. This is the way. I don't know what that means yet, but I I can't believe we've managed to stretch this much time out of the four (laughs) news news stories we had. We have nothing to say about hardly any of this. Because when I initially added that Star Wars one, I was like, this way I can be like, yep, it was a slow news day. We're talking about this junk. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not that Star Wars is junk, but just the just the the, I, the fan petitions. Yeah, the Star Wars version of the Snyder Cut. Yes, but much, but in a way less interesting because at least the Snyder yeah. Cut, like we got, yeah. <laughs> when the Rise of Skywalker like didn't have this outcry. Either. Yeah, yeah, like, it wasn't like an outward. Well, maybe it did. Mess. Maybe it did, but it didn't. It didn't have the same outcry as like the Last Jedi had, and I don't know why. I don't. You know, I thought the Last Jedi was fine. I know it's not people's favorite, but it was fine. And 
but this one, I mean, you brought back the emperor. That's kind of awesome. I, I know it's kind of weird for some people, but I don't know. We'll cover it in two years when me and Melanie finally watch it. Yep. Well, I mean, no spoilers because the emperor is right there in the trailer. So there you go. Oh, I'm, I'm not worried about spoilers on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried. Um, okay. The other thing I want to do before we get into Doctor Who and again, wow, we pushed like the non-Doctor Who segment pretty late. You're waiting for me. I was waiting for you. Yes, I'm actually glad you are here specifically for this because we want to, we got a shout out to give to, to the country of New Zealand. <gasps> Yay! Because uh, we've fallen a little bit, but currently, Garlic's podcast is trending number three uh, for the TV review sections in Apple Podcasts in New Zealand. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like modifiers there. We were Man. number one. Though. Number three on Apple Podcasts. It's trending. It's For a minute there, we were number one in all Hobbit holes. We yeah. were number one. Yeah, yeah. We were number one. We're at number three now. Um, That's where we, the Lord of the Rings are. We yep. were up in the, was it in the top 10? Or maybe it was like number 11 or 13 all time in New Zealand in the TV review section. I'm betting it was just Peter Jackson and his crew were bored, you know. For a I'm hot sure moment. They, they're not even making a movie over there, Peter but Peter Jackson like, and his crew—they were bored. Yeah. They were, well, they were mean, just like, "Hey, we're all gonna there. listen to podcasts." Not a whole lot going on. They got they got a lot of sheep and some kiwi and some macadamia nuts, and then uh, <laughs> and great directors, tourism a little bit. That's it about it. I mean, so yeah, like we're all the time praising the the one guy out of there that I can never pronounce his name when we're on air. Taika Waititi. Yep. And also, we were up to, what did I say, 36 on U.S. Apple Podcast charts under TV Ooh. reviews. Yeah. So, Which means people don't listen to much podcasts. So I'm just sorry. I'm just kidding. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that was Melanie for thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, thank you, guys. Hey, Ben. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Yeah, good. Goodbye, I guess. That's that's what the, that's the tone I detected in your voice. <laughs> he said we're legit. We are legit. We are legit. Now, now we are. This is video. We we I feel like we got uh, a Daniel Daniel Manny seal of approval just now. This is this is legit. This is that is that is legit. That's straight up legit. I hope he's still watching. I don't know if he he's is. Probably not. I always forget to bust it out. I need to put it somewhere prominent. Like here during the streams, <laughs> we need to make you like a little mobile of uh, a mobile, yeah, just like, yeah, like Danny O'Manny figure, different things sitting around my head. The whole time. Yeah. He's got like a, like a, oh, what, um, Mission Impossible, like he's hanging down, like Tom Cruise was, just <laughs> he just like drops randomly, just a, like a centimeter from your head while you're podcasting. It's just like, and then he just. Zzz, I bet you could set up Google Home for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's that one big crazy magnet thing that you have? I want to play with that all the time. And we the never monster do. magnet? Yes. Okay, uh, sorry. Let's continue with the, what we were doing. Well, just, I think we're, New Zealand, you're great. You yeah, are thanks. great, New Zealand. Thanks, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. You're not Australia, and we know it. New Zealand is what I thought Ireland would be like, but I've never actually been to Ireland. So. But you've been to New Zealand? Yes, I have. Oh, 
I, I was there and I think sheep stink. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah. But it is beautiful. Um, okay. Now to the featured topic. Okay. Uh, Doctor Who series 12, episode eight. Uh, what's the name of it? Mary Shelley. It was weird. It was a weird, it had a weird name, had nothing to do with really, well, sort of did. I mean, it's basically like if you name an episode after a place. Yeah, it was the castle of something. Oh, no, the haunting of Villa Dioadi. Which is like the most bury the lead kind of title ever. Unless you know where that place is, I guess. Maybe if you're European, you do. They have all kinds of castles. It's probably like us being like, oh, you drive past Walmart. The haunting of the White House. Like everybody else gets it. <laughs> what I want to, I want, I want to see that Doctor Who episode, The Haunting yeah, of yeah. the White House. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that makes some of those YouTube reviewers angry. What do you think that? What do you think the story would be? <laughs> well, they see a bunch of guys in sheets within the walls of the White House. All right. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're ghosts, but we the have. doctor knows that ghosts don't exist. <laughs> see, it's we have a to mystery. Wait. We get to do those jokes, but we have to wait almost a full hour between after doing the Trump story before we start doing those jokes. <laughs> Man, and we were so neutral before. And they're all so angry about Parasite. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, what I, you know, Mary Shelley and Lord Byron and uh, ghosty things. Um, what, did, what did you guys think of this episode? Is this... Because what last episode, uh, we said more. Think, into... Go ahead. I don't want to party with the baby in the house. Have that, have it go away and get the grandparents to watch it somewhere else or something. Have, have it go away, baby. You get out. <laughs> baby be gone. Parents well, have I been have time with the baby there. Come on. Parents, that's why they have help, as in servants, I guess. as in disposable servants. You can kill off a few servants, it don't matter. I was going to say last episode, um, we seemed a bit more enthusiastic about that episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually, I was okay with this episode for the most part. I I, I kind of liked it. It was all right. It's not great. I was kind of surprised and I don't know if relieved is the word, but I was pleasantly surprised when a Cyberman popped up. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's not just going to be some weird, I don't know. I don't know what they could do with a ghost story. Like, they've done similar type things before on the show, but I don't, you know, I don't know. A cyber map popped up. I'm like, okay, well it's still doctor who we're good. <laughs> I don't know how to else to put it. I was, sup- I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a good story. And as long as I can separate in my brain that the story's already been done, then it's, it's pretty good. Okay. So do you, I mean, not, it's not the same story, but, <laughs> How do you put Mary Shelley and a Cyberman in the same story? I, they, so they that, do, they've already done this. Yeah, they seem like they're shoving too much stuff into into each episode. Anyway, it's like Cyberman, which is fine, but then you have like pos- the weird possession with like the, ter- the Terminator Metal guy, and then ghosts, 
And then the T one thousand. Yeah, <laughs> you got possessed by the T one thousand. Right. <laughs> um. No, I would agree with you there. So first, and they keep nodding at guardians, man. They made another guardian reference by calling him the guardian. Okay, so yeah, first I would agree that they do. They throw so many they, everything in the kitchen sink. Like, there's so many ideas they throw into an episode that it's kind of like maybe focus on one of those ideas and make mm-hmm. like a really good episode instead of a kind of hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to get to the point of what Jesse was talking about is yeah, Silver Turk is a big finish show. Uh, a big finish. What is it? What what are those? Adventure. Audio, yeah, audio drama, audio drama, Aud- and audio adventure, yeah. And this wouldn't be the first time, but there's been lots of nods to Big Finish stuff, which is particularly this season, yeah. And yeah. this one is as I mean, I'm, I'm sure this isn't the first time that it's been this this close, but it's like when I think of the Doctor, when I think of Doctor Who, and I think of uh, the Doctor traveling with famous people. Um, the eighth doctor traveling with Mary Shelley was a pretty big deal when it happened. So and it only happened for like three or four stories or something. And uh, one of them was Mary Shelley, the eighth doctor and a Cyberman, which dramatically informed uh, her writing of Frankenstein. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. So it's an idea that's been, uh, Paul said, why doesn't Big Finish just take control of the show? I mean, because Big <laughs> Finish doesn't own Doctor yeah. Who. Well, well, yeah, I mean, there's that, yeah. Really, but, be, but why, oh, why they do some good stuff. Why doesn't the show hire some of the writers from Big Finish right. for the show? You could ask that, maybe. Well, and Jesse, in messages, I think with Paul, me and Paul were messaging about this episode, and you had said something about, you know, like, the nods to Big Finish stuff and maybe lifting some ideas from Big Finish is not a bad idea because I think we've even said on the show who knows how long ago that man the Big Finish writing is so good yeah. and anytime I think it was during the moth period when like certain sometimes it it's a lull and we're <laughs> like why why, do, why doesn't Big Finish just do it but then you also made a comment of like but like just kind of lazily lifting ideas or that's the thing things, it's like it seems cheap it it's okay if there's going to be some kind of a payoff like we had in what was it night of the doctor where the eighth doctor, you know, was like, okay, this is all Canon do, 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 do. So this is like, okay, well, if that's all Canon, then you take this idea and so dramatically lift it while you're also referencing stuff earlier in the season it's like there better be a payoff for this. Otherwise, it's like, why do you keep pointing at it? Like, like it's all fan service. Like, look, this is a big finish thing. This is a big finish thing. And now we're going to steal this story, but take it in a weird left turn. Mm-hmm. So it's not right. exact. It's not exactly a one to one rip. You know, like yeah. this takes place in the via where she's partying with Lord Byron and all that. And so uh, the thing that's weird about it is that this would retcon that. Like it makes absolutely no oh. reference to the idea that uh, that she's ever traveled with the doctor in the past or in the future, you know, like, so this would have happened before. And if that's, the, if that's the case, if 13 swooped in, like, first of all, 13 acts like uh, she's never met Mary Shelley. So that kind of undoes anything that used, used to have occurred in, in the, eighth doctor's timeline yeah 
you know, or the that's you know good, like it, it really muddies that like that's where a good does this point malfall, because you know it's hard enough. Well, first off, it after a certain point, like I get it, fifty fifty what is fifty five fifty something years, fifty four right. years of TV history is hard enough to avoid a time travel show is hard enough to avoid uh messing with your own canon or tripping over stuff plot holes and then to bring in big finish which has done a whole ton of shows yeah a whole oh, ton yeah. of stories featuring just about every doctor right. from the past um to bring that into canon hundreds and then hundreds within just their monthly range and then they have all their box sets and other ranges that aren't the monthly range yeah yeah huge library so to bring that into canon and then to also try to navigate the minefield of not like tripping over things that they've already done or like uh like you said where it kind of retconning things um but it's it's interesting like you can do mary shelley sure and when you do mary shelley you're going to talk about frankenstein sure mm -hmm. but then cyberman like you could go anywhere with the Mary Shelley Frankenstein connection, but you specifically go with Mary Shelley Frankenstein Cyberman. Yeah, it is. It, that is interesting. There are things I enjoyed. There, there are elements like kind of when it was doing the ghosty stuff and the house turning it into kind of a maze. That's always fun. That's always a. You fun know what thing. that reminded me of? What that remind you of? <laughs> Chimes of Midnight. Oh my. God, you're right. And that's my favorite. There's a lot. There's a lot of eight doctor nods in this season. Weird. You're right. Maybe that's... I'm just looking for him now at this point, but I, you're, I did you're think finding him. I did think chimes of midnight. And it's not even like, and those are like the best ones too. It's not oh, like pulling yeah, from, they're pulling from ones that we the know. You yeah, know? exactly. Hmm. If um, they start referencing Zagreus, then we know. <laughs> Maybe 13, uh, Paul says maybe 13 has some wires crossed, a result of the added regens. I, Paul, thank you for the segue. Here's yeah. here's my biggest beef with this episode. I'm going to put it a little more politely than I did in our chat. Um, this episode made me realize that this doctor doesn't seem as intelligent as other doctors. And I'm not saying, and you know, I, it's just the writing. Right. But she seems to struggle with Actually, I like how you put it in the chat. You kind of made it sound like, okay, she's she's actually really intelligent, but the problem is she can't parse her own intelligence anymore. That and that kind of comes from that comes from something that Melanie was saying. So, okay, I'll I'll say like when we were watching the show and she was struggling with how to like resolve the big conflict and basically she did the one thing she wasn't supposed to do, the one thing that Jack several episodes ago said like his whole purpose supposed purpose for showing up was like to warn her don't give the cyberman what he wants that's what she does surprise surprise she does exactly that and i was watching this and i'm like she's dumb this doctor is stupid like how did this like what but melanie melanie said she has lots of ideas she even said in the last episode that she's got tons of ideas it's just a matter of figuring out which or tons of plans it's just a matter of figuring out which plan is the right one and she seems to struggle figuring out which plan is the right one a lot. And I feel like, especially like with the Cyberman, with this episode, I can't help but feel like other doctors, or at least the way other doctors are written, would have been able to come up with a more clever way to 
resolve the situation other than right. just like no nope, it's because chick money. brains suck <laughs> oh no oh what? no <laughs> we got we got all these emotions attached to everything oh like, no oh man no that'll that'll make me all sad so we can't do that <laughs> and oh no that'll that'll make them all angry and that'll make me angry so we don't want that you know and we can't do this one because then they'll be all happy and that'll make me sad and angry so you know it's just what, too much. what is it matt used to call you the card carrying woman hater of the <laughs> yeah, yeah you're the you're the you're the woman hater of the group well <laughs> well i hate women <laughs> I, I mean not all women and not completely hate them all but yeah it's just the doctor i don't i don't like hanging out with chicks i don't even i mean i don't even like hanging out with me come on <laughs> so uh paul says are we sure that's the lone cyberman i mean yeah i don't i'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They but it pretty much made it made it uh look like next episode we're basically getting an army of cybermen that have been at war with the human race because the doctor messed up back in the 1800s. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I didn't He's not alone, huh? Not anymore. <laughs> no, because the doctor gave did the one thing she wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what did they call it? They said the guardian. That was easier to remember. But it was like the something spirium. Yeah. Siberium. Is that yeah. what it was? Siberium? Yes. This is Russian? This is communist like Doctor Who too? A call back to last episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Communist like movies and Siberium. <laughs> and Cybermen. Oh, oh, there's there's the Cyberium. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Is it really just Danny? Was it what was his name? Danny Pink's tears. <laughs> wow! Wow! You're right. <laughs> That's just like Danny a- Pink's tears. You know, when Cybermen become rain, then uh, all you needed to do was bottle that and take it back to Mary Shelley, and you got yourself a story, lone is- Cyberman. Has the show ever been good? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> It was it about Doctor Who? Like, what is it about the Cybermen, man? I love good Cybermen stories. So why is it so easy to ruin them? Because they were born with sock puppet faces, and <laughs> it's hard to, you know, That's make why them. I love them. It's hard to make them hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, they don't feel emotions. <laughs> if they say that, but then they all do all the time. Yeah, that's true. Even Daleks, Daleks are like that too. They. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the problem. None of these are the best bad guy because they none of them have actually achieved what they what they set out to achieve. Right. Except a- the doctor. He's done genocide like 40 times. Didn't even <laughs> care. Except when it counts, when yeah. the fourth doctor didn't kill the Daleks when he had a chance. Yeah. That's because he's crazy. That's true. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh Wow, I don't know where there were other things. And I know that people are real, but I don't want people to be real. I want them to be smart and sophisticated and not teenagers playing, you know, truth or dare or something before they write a novel. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. They kind of disappointed in the uh portrayal of yeah. Yeah. 
I love that Graham was looking all over for a bathroom. <laughs> There's a chamber <laughs> pot right there. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. Okay. Yeah, I did enjoy Graham in this. I, I like that. So did he, he actually saw ghosts or something? Mm-hmm. That's what they, 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 they really didn't say they kind of were like i guess huh? there were ghosts so i don't know i kind of like that and then that also reminds me um the doctor I, I was complaining about she doesn't seem that bright in this episode but i did enjoy the bit of doctorness we got with her and to touch again on something we were talking about in chat is oh we, yeah. we actually got like lord byron kind of hitting on her and Ooh. i think that's the first time we've actually had a character like really purse not pursue but kind of pursue or like continually kind of hit on the doctor and we get to see how she uh reacts to it and i i liked it i thought it i thought it was handled well um Ooh. and i liked her infatuation with the helmet oh yeah 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 that was a nice little nod to 11 right there it's it's such a minor thing but it felt very doctory, but also like you kind of got to see her just kind of being her. I appreciated that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a long more time, I thought, to figure out the, you know, that what they were seeing was not what, what was there. I oh, yeah, yeah. that out. Like, did you, what did you think of the effects on this episode? Because I know like the effects have been hit and miss this season. Um, I thought it was it, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. They seemed wanna... like a okay. They seemed like average. They weren't spectacular, but they were, you know, just total crap. I kind of liked the shots where they pull away and the, like when the Cyberman was trying to like mm-hmm. bust through. You know, like that was kind of cool effect. It was obviously a Cyberman. Where it was like flashing, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you'd see him out there by the lake or whatever. And it Mm -hmm. was like, he's trying to break through into this reality. Mm -hmm. It reminded me a lot of the, the, um, whatever those lightning creatures from the earlier episodes with the master. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of that. Yep. Yep. Still not convinced that wasn't Cybermen. Right. You know what? That could also still definitely be a part of this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not convinced that the master's not coming back. So. No, he's coming back. <laughs> uh, he was like a puddle of sludge one time, and he came back. I mean, he, he was a he was a couple of drops in a in a ring. Mm-hmm. A couple of drops of blood in a ring. That is very reminiscent of Star Child. Paul says. It's been a hot minute, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't tell you much about that. Makes me think of a song I know, though. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much else to say about this one. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, it was all right. I, I just had a hard time, like, separating it from the Silver Turk, which was a really good story. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not set in the same place, but like. Mary Shelley like identifies with the Cyberman in it, and you can and like the Cyberman's like potentially split into two different pieces, kind of thing when he crashes to the Earth, and it's so creepy and so bizarre. And there's kind of a puppet theme there, so I mean, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. Oh, I wasn't super wild about the makeup, the look of the Cyberman. Like I get it. Like I don't know what else you're <laughs> supposed to do. He looked really boardy. 
Yeah, yeah kind of. They did. Um, so I mean, it, it was okay, but something about it just seemed. I don't know. Maybe there's too much space between his face and the. I you almost see too much human there. Yeah, yeah you didn't see their eyeballs. You don't want to see the widows to the soul. Yeah, exactly. Because they have no soul, but well, they do have a soul. But it's trapped, and you don't want to look at that either. Cause it's sad. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Well, do you guys, what do you guys think? Should we wrap this episode up? I think so. I don't know what else we'd say about it. I mean, it was good. It was, it wasn't bad. It's definitely not the low point of the season and it is ramping us up towards uh, a finale of some sort. And I am pretty excited to see a full blown uh, cyber force, a cyber, cyber war. If it ties a bunch of stuff together, then it will make this episode and the other episodes that it ties together better than they are by themselves. So that's good. Are they, that happens. are they coming up to like the actual season finale or are they doing like, are they, have they split the season? Um, I think it's the finale, but I think it may be leading to like a special. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's like maybe an Easter special again. We haven't seen one of those in a while. Uh, City of City of Death is the, that was the last Easter special we have had. We need a cyber bunny. No, no we don't. <laughs> a weeping no. bunny. <gasps> we need that. We need a weeping, that a weeping thing bunny. We watched with the with the Easter bunny. Jesus oh, thing. I don't remember what it was. It was like an anthology. It was called Holiday or Holidays or something. It was like an anthology horror thing. Yeah. And creepy stuff. Yeah, it was. It did have. Was it better than uh, Sabrina's Hair Moon? Hair Moon is like episode four. We just watched it. That's why I don't think we we haven't. I think we got three episodes in. Oh, you guys haven't gone beyond the three that you weren't fond of. No, we. No, I don't know what we've been watching. I think we started watching movies or something. But uh, I'm gonna start. We'll continue watching it. But like, man, after the first three episodes of the season of Sabrina. I need a break. I need a break, man. I was. There's only eight episodes, so you're you're almost not even you're like this close to the halfway point there. So are you saying episode four is better? Ish. It sets up something interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. This season, I'll, I'll reserve judgment until we finish the season. They gotta stop with the with the Riverdale music stuff, though. All right. They have to. Yeah. It's so jarring, and so blatantly stolen from Riverdale. So, just because it worked in one show doesn't mean did it though. I don't think it did. <laughs> I think I it worked think it in maybe one episode. I think it worked if in it Glee. Did. Exactly. If it's, it not, a, if it's Glee. not a show about singing, don't sing in it. Stop. Right. Stop doing it. Like I, we know yeah. you produced Glee. The, we we're not watching that. Yeah. We never wanted to watch that. We never wanted to watch that. You're not clever. It's just music and stop it. Yeah. Back to the well. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not a good sign. Uh, Paul said, Chibi said you'll be wrung out after the finale. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I don't know, some stuff. He's been hyping it. Like a towel full of Danny Pink's tears. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Pink. Oh, Danny Pink. Wrong out isn't necessarily a good thing, though, because that makes me think, like, I had a bad time, and I'm hurt now. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's what he's going for. He's like, you're going to be... You know, speaking of Danny Pink, though, I keep bringing him up, but um, like the doctor did have a moment where I was like, oh, snap, where the doctor just kind of puts all the companions in their place. And I was like, oh, this is as harsh as this doctor has probably been. No, definitely was. And I would have liked it more if I didn't wholeheartedly wholeheartedly agree with the companions in that moment and was upset with the doctor. It's like, no, no, no. No, they're right this time, and that's even worse. They're right. You're wrong. And it's she could have she could have come up with something better. It wasn't just like let this guy die or give the Cyberman what he wants. Yeah, it wasn't that. It didn't have to be that black. She had it in her. Like yeah, like the guy was already like safe. Exactly. What's the problem? Yeah. Like, and you have a time machine. No kidding. Man, yeah, they really, I don't understand that. <laughs> because like they, they use it when they want to, like, oh, I could just go to lunch. I could just zip forward to tomorrow at lunch if I wanted to. But then later on, it's like, you're in a time machine. Even Marty McFly could figure this out. <laughs> right? If that thing has the ability to set up all these protections against itself in a human, in her, shouldn't they be able to just like lock that stuff down i've noticed it feels like it's so weird that they're still they still lean so heavily on the sonic screwdriver but it feels like they've depowered the tardis a little bit because the whole thing like nothing's supposed to be able to break into the tardis and i know that only comes up when something needs to break into the tardis but twice this season things have been just like willy-nilly coming Mm. into the tardis like each other baby what oh yeah The audio got a little weird because we're streaming, but you said, what did you say again? I said, that's because women don't like each other, baby. There we go. And we've already established previously that the TARDIS is a woman. So. I mean, there, there was like, the, there was pushback from the TARDIS in some of the earlier mm-hmm. 13th Doctor episodes. Yeah. It's not um, we're still talking about Doctor Who. What are we doing? Yeah. Somehow we did that. <laughs> we came back. We came back to it. All right. Well, hey, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, what's coming up? Uh, whew, this coming week, as in like this Monday, there will be a new GCU episode up. Check that out. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. The Return. That's all I say. It's The Return. I'm super excited about the movies we're going to talk about too. That, that's it. That yeah. I can say because like I don't um, like when we recorded last episode, I, I didn't know. Uh, it's going to be a. Uh, <laughs> How how can I put this in a growl? It's going to be a cage fight. It's going to be a cage fight. Uh, so Mandy and Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space is actually going to hit digital this coming week. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I don't think it got a wide release. But they're both kind of psychedelic, strange, out there, sci-fi horror. Mandy's less sci-fi, more horror. But... uh horror nick cage movies it's it's it's, i think he's he's found his place oh man you know he's so good (laughs) in this universe you know yeah so you know uh a slight spoiler spoiler i was talking to jasper jasper's gonna be on the episode i was talking to jasper and he's like so i'm not really is nick cage like is nick cage good in these movies because i'm not really a fan i'm like dude i'm not either but (laughs) But these movies, like if Nick, if there were movies that needed an over the top 
out of control Nick Cage, it's these two movies. Like they're perfect for him. And actually, I kind of thought he was a little subdued in both of them. I was expecting more oh, Cage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with with Mandy. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yep. Considering what happens, yeah. Well, I think it we watched a thing um about his acting choices, I guess. I don't know. But I think because these aren't something that has been done makes it better because he draws too much on old like when he did that what was that one movie with the vampire movie where he tried to act like Nosferatu or something when that doesn't apply to that and it is just really strange he does that for all these things but in you know in this case he doesn't have a, a, a reference to try to mimic he has to actually feel things you know or I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in Mandy you get a couple KG moments but the way he plays the character is way more toned back toned down than I would have expected given the movie. Mm -hmm. But I rewatched it today because we're recording tomorrow and uh, that movie's crazy. It's it's real, real crazy. Super visual, man. Oh yeah. Super visual. And this is some stuff that I'll touch on for sure on the GCU episode, but it's one of those where you could take almost any, any shot of the whole movie and that's an album cover. And some of oh, it, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's got like no actual metal, but it's one of the most metal movies ever made. Yep. Did you know? Oh, you know. You you told me uh, that Cage, they asked him originally to be the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to look that information up. He, okay. Oh, man. The bad guy would have been. If, he, if Cage was the bad guy in this movie, now we're talking about that's the Cage I would have expected. Right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, G- GCU. We're gonna be talk- we're gonna be talking about that and uh, just crazy cage. Um, what else do we cast to Troy? <laughs> so, oh, six years. Yeah, Alex podcast. Six years coming up this coming month. Uh, will be six years. We're gonna do some type of episode one hundred is coming. We're gonna ha- do some kind of. Uh, I'm just uh, relegate it to a under the br- under my breath. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> But we're also going to do some type of um, sixth anniversary special episode. And I have ideas. I don't know if it'll work out, but I do have an idea that's fun and novel. Um, If that doesn't work out, we'll do something else. (laughs) That's all I got. That's all I got for Pimpage. What about you guys? What do you got? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Got stuff coming. I mean, we're we're coming up on a lot of events. So, I mean, like Grand Grand Comic Con's coming up. Constellation's coming up. Come talk to me at the booths. I've got, uh, I've always got Grolic stuff. I'm always, I'm always up for talking podcasts. So come see me there. Um, I'll also have artwork. Come see me in Axton. You know, I've got puppets. There's some puppet like promo stuff right here, and a puppet up there. Right. If you're what, if you're not watching this, this sounds like I'm crazy. But yeah, there's stuff behind me. It sounds like the the soundtrack to stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I actually had that. I don't know why I had that CD, but I had the CD is that soundtrack, and uh, there's a song called "Pump It Up," and it's really loud, and it's they, I think it plays twice. Puppet, so, puppet up. Pump it up. Oh, hey, okay. well, there is a puppet up I, show I, that was that, a like Jensen thing. Pump it up. Hey, Melanie. Yeah. What should people be amazed about? They should be amazed. It's not. 
they scientists built a machine, not really a machine, whatever, a device, uh, whatever, that uh, can make electricity out of air. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's, it's not big right now, but they're going to work on, uh, you know, making it a, a larger type thing. It's nano right now. It's nano threads, but oh. uh, they want to be able to, like, make it into the... The, the case of your phone or something so it will just charge by you holding it in the air or you know ideally they could make it bigger and just use it for everything but we don't they don't really know yet they gotta test it out and see how it works awesome yeah I, I like it that sounds it, like some tesla science right there well it's one of those things i because you know they're the timeline of that's predicted for us because of like a ink inequality and whatever whatever it's all very bleak the only thing that would save us would be some kind of amazing technological advance. And if this does more, you know, as much as they went to or more then that could be it. Be cool. If the people that were in charge of these things would actually then utilize that technology instead of suppress it so they can continue selling us their energy. Yeah. And I feel uh. like they really would if the white house wasn't haunted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grolix nights our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash Podcast. So that means we're going to spend the next five minutes sharing. Not waiting that long. For you guys, <laughs> waiting for you guys to start chiming in. Pretty much the same way we start every video. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I can't like. I was going to say somebody's already watching. It's probably me. It's me.